So welcome everyone to the afternoon session. I'm just going to offer a few words of guidance as we start to meditate. So the Buddha gave many different ways of um, examining our reality, different sort of methods and tools. And I'd like to bring to mind another way in which we can um, experience reality, which is through the six sense doors. And someone was asking a question about the walking meditation, and this is, can be particularly uh, relevant and useful for walking meditation, but also for sitting, uh, indeed for any of the postures, any of the activities of the body to bring to mind the, the six sense doors and to uh, witness the world in this way. And it's interesting, Ajahn Suchita gave a really wonderful talk about this in May. We had a big gathering here at the monastery and he pointed out that there's a sort of sequence to the six sense doors as always listed in the same way by the Buddha. <coughs> So first of all, vision. And uh, when we're doing sitting practice, generally we have the eyes closed because it, it's in many ways much easier to focus the attention on the body and feeling when we're not using the vision. But when we do walking meditation, of course, we have eyes open. And so we can observe... Uh, through this sense door, that which is often far from us, it's outside, out there. But we're taking in information all the time. And to, to make that very conscious, we can start to notice the impact of what we see and uh, <clears throat> how we look, how we choose to look around us, what captures our attention, what can be distracting, what can be illuminating. So just to uh, bring this into the practice, noticing seeing as seeing. And then next comes hearing. It's a bit more intimate. Sound coming in through the ear canal into the brain, as it were, the sound waves impacting on the eardrums and uh, Ajahn Sumedho himself he gives a lot of attention to this uh, sense door his main practice is listening to the sound of silence which is something that uh, can be very useful as a way of focusing and as a very simple very powerful object of meditation. So just listening to what's there in the silence, there's a, a sound. We can pay attention to the ear sense door and see what you hear. There's always some subtle sound there. And this is what Lumpur Samedo would focus, focus on when he practices all of the time, actually, it's his focus of attention. Again, it's like an anchor. It's like a, a base 
from which place we can observe the rest of reality arising and passing. So the ear sense door and hearing <clears throat> can be a very useful object of meditation. It's, it's great when you're, say, at work or you're traveling or, you know, we're going about our everyday lives. It's something we can very easily switch to, simply listening. And it's a flow and it's ever-changing and it's impersonal right there. And it's very easy to move into listening as a practice. So this is a really useful uh, possibility for us. Out on the walking path, we can be listening to so many different sounds and how the sound is always moving and changing. There's a certain beauty, actually, to the listening and to hearing. A sense often of everything just being in the right place. A sort of, a sort of easefulness can come from this and a a sense of perfection or rightness of things. You can try it for yourselves and see how it is for you. The next is the nose sensed or smelling. More intimate still, it's the air that we're breathing in and we're picking up as we breathe right into the body, into the lungs, through the nostrils. We pick up scent odors. All the time, really, but it's we tend to notice mostly when there's a very strong fragrance or smell, like the incense or the food when we go into the dining room, which when we're hungry is a de delectable smell, and when we're full it's quite an unpleasant smell, which is interesting, how it changes depending on the state of the mind, state of the body. So we can notice as a, as a conscious practice smell and uh, the no-sense door. Going outside on the walking path, we can bring our attention here and pick up so many subtle fragrances from outside, all around us, even here in the shrine room too. So again, choosing to pay attention to this input and see how that is for us. Smell can often be very evocative. It can often bring up memories, uh, distant, past memories. <coughs> Quite interesting. Emotions, mind states. And we just keep focusing on the smell and see how that is and watch thoughts and feelings arising and passing around that. The next is the tongue and taste. Mm. Getting more and more intimate again, in, into the body now, as we take in our food down the throat. It's the nourishment itself, and we have these taste buds that, you know, can select what's good to eat, what's not good to eat. And the, the great variety of, of experiences through taste. And so when we're eating, we have our meals, this is a, an opportunity to really focus on this aspect of reality. Uh, and, and we can spend a whole meal time simply uh, bringing this to consciousness, focusing on taste. But even sitting here now, um, the taste buds are, are here still and we can taste 
taste what's in the mouth. It's changing all the time. Different kind of mineral tastes can be there. Or no taste. Indeed, with any of the sense doors, we can also notice the absence of. That in itself is a practice. Just like the sound of silence. We can notice no smell, no taste, and be with that. So tuning in to these different ways of experiencing the world. Next is touch. And this becomes really powerful. Because every part of the body is is touching. And we can feel the touch through the skin, which it covers the entire body. So there's a real porosity here. Everything's touching us. We're being touched all over, all the time. And oftentimes, you know, we don't really notice that so much. But when we start meditating, we really begin to wake up to this. And so if we focus on the touch sense door, which is by and large the skin or the mucous membranes inside the body, we can feel a lot and we can focus just on this. Again, sitting, there's a certain amount, tremendous amount going on in this way through touch, but when we're on the walking path, even more so, the movement of the body and the contact with the air, with the clothing, with the ground, can occupy us, you know, can really fill us. And it's, it's interesting to pay attention to this. Uh, very informing to see how very sensitive and awake this body is. So this is another opportunity for practice to simply focus on the feeling of the surface touch. Body meets world. Or body meets other parts of body. And then finally... It's consciousness, thinking. This is the sixth sense door. This is really where it's at for many of us. This is what we most identify with, as I mentioned last night. It's the thing that most feels like me and mine. My thoughts, you know. It's my consciousness. And I'm not saying this isn't true, but I'm saying it's something we can really explore and find out find out if it really is mine, if there's anything here that is personal to me that I can hold together as something that I own, that I inhabit, that I control, that I am. So thinking, uh, it's a a tricky object for meditation, isn't it? Because we can get carried away with thinking. We can forget all about awareness We can forget about mindfulness and we become the thoughts and we can be lost in that way. And so we can begin to work with this and see how it's possible to to rest in perhaps the other sense doors, to rest in mindfulness of the body and watch the thinking, really notice it. It's like watching a movie. You know, we can be very aware of what's being thought the the quality of thinking, the mood, the tone, the emotions associated with 
and not be that, be the observer of that. So this sixth sense door, it's a very rich field indeed. And we can really start to to work with this. In all of these practices, observing the five khandhas, observing the four elements, observing the sense doors, what we're really doing is we're developing the awareness, which is, it's almost like... um, It's where all experiences uh, can be known. So it's that which can observe reality in all these different ways. And it's this, not the object, but the awareness itself, that we can step back and really make much of, make conscious, develop and grow, you know? And so all of this really is an encouragement to find these objects as ways to develop the awareness and note it and make much of it and use whatever objects work well for you. But for this afternoon, for those of you who'd like to, I'd suggest trying uh, practicing with the six sense doors, both sitting and also walking and see where that takes you, see how that works for you.